Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. This week's episode of the Supercast is brought to you by Vanga CBD. Vanga CBD is designed specifically to help athletes perform their best. Vanga's just released their 2021 training calendar. This calendar is available online, 24 by 36 inch wall calendar to help you get the most out of 2021. There's a free version available to download that you can print yourself, or there's a limited supply of printed calendars that are cheap and come with free shipping. Leah, do you have a calendar on your wall right now? I do. Throw it away. It sucks. This one's way better. So it's basically, I've never had anything like this damn thing. Um, it's got a grid system. It's got every month laid out there. Very, very simplified. Um, the weekends are highlighted. So you know when to peak, uh, it's going to help set a lot of your huge training blocks. It's some of the best stuff around here. And once again, like from Vanga guys, they just want to see you do the best out there. Uh, it's a free product you can download. Like you said. Yeah, just go to VangasCBD.com slash BroCR, download it for free, or buy yours today. Um, also, while you're there, use code BROCR to save 15% off if you're a returning customer. If you are a first-time purchaser, we now have a special code for you. BROCR25 will save you 25% off your first order. Or BROCR or BroCR50, which is available for 50% off your first month subscription if you enroll in a monthly subscription plan. Just Thank you so much, Vanga. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Thank you so much, Vanga, for making this show possible. And it's another Tuesday. Good morning. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to the Supercast. I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker. Leah, your weekend. Yeah. How was everything? Um, it was okay. I'm trying to think of what we did. Um, nothing really much. Same Willikers. old, same old training, you know. Well, I had a special occasion because I've got a one-year-old now. Yes, you do. Uh, that skunk has turned one. We had the Cool Hats Club. We tried to feed her a cupcake. She wouldn't eat the cupcake. She ate a bug. Dude, my daughter was the same way. I was so excited when I had my daughter yep. um, for the first year, you know, for the one-year-old birthday party. And I got a smash cake. And I had, like, the photographer set up. And we were going to get all the cute pictures. And I gave her the cupcake. And she wanted zero to do with it. Yep. Like, to the point where I smashed it in her face even. And then she cried. It was awful. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't try that, but we we did get some balloons. She had some fun with the balloons, um, mm -hmm. and we just just kind of did that. I got some miles in here. I tried to PR one of my favorite loops here. Laura Hare was a few seconds behind, mm -hmm. but yeah, that was really my weekend here. Yeah. Um, missing our boys up north in Wisconsin. I um, know, I know. We had um, Bill and Tom on the show talking about Abominable. Um, the event went off this past ago. weekend. 
Um, it looks amazing. It looks fun. And cold. It's like a dang good it time. Looked awesome. I mean, anytime you get to slide down a mountain on an inner tube during a race, come on. It looked like what Abominable should be. You had some yeah. locals out there. You had a good time. You had good people. And it looks like they had a great event. Um, I'm going to catch yeah. up with some guys here later this week and talk about how everything's going with them. Um, it yep. looked just like a great time. And I'm really excited um, to see what the 2021, uh, 22 year, golly, things are just moving by. I know, um, right? The 2022 year looks for them. Um, I think that venue would be really, really good to have a stadium style. And I still think like doing loops and then coming back and doing an obstacle, do a loop, come back, do an obstacle. I think that's the way to do it. If you could just set everything up in one central area. I, I, I agree. love that concept. I and mean, I, we see success with that, with High Rocks, with DECA, with some of these smaller events. And it's just such a better environment it's more spectator friendly it's oh, just, logistically well, like and here's it. the thing is like people want to see people doing the obstacles like Absolutely. people want to see that and it, that's where the hype becomes and like if you can do it in a localized area like that oh take advantage of it for Plus, sure it's just awesome i love lake geneva yeah no but so your boy we're definitely Bracken. looking forward to to see what 2022 um you know is gonna hold for them and it's you know looking good yep Absolutely. And Bracken came out, threw down, had a good race. Yep. yep so yep. good time, good people. Your girl Kelly took second. Yes, she did. And did you see the prizes? No, I missed that. Um, Custom, like, brewed, awesome looking bourbon. And then the bottles themselves were etched as oh, they are yeah. placard. Um, yeah. So I've got they one of those bottles from last awesome. year. They the year that looked- never happened. Right. They just looked really cool. I mean, I mean what a, a unique metal, you know. I love award. Yeah, I I love Driftless Glen. If you've had Driftless Glen before, if you're a bourbon fan like I am, um I I like good bourbon. Uh had some Breckenridge last night. But Driftless Glen is a it's from Barlow, Wisconsin up there towards Devil's Lake, which if you're familiar with the Indiana um Dances with Dirt series. That's where one of the lake the races is at. Um, Gnawbone here, just near me. Devil's Lake, and then Hell, Michigan. Um, but Barlow has a great distillery there. Uh, Driftless Glen, great people there, and they've partnered with them for oh golly, probably three years now. Yeah, um, yeah, several years. Great people up there, good stuff, and of course, you know the Abominable family, they know how to put on a great race. So just, Absolutely. I'm so happy they got to do it this year. Me too. Um, but, but aside this week, from that, yeah, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to lead into this week um, and, and talk about what's, you know, all eyes are on the future and this next coming year. And as more and more races are, are happening and it looks like we are on the track of recovery for the sport, um, we've received We're a hopeful. lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. We've received a lot of questions Um about specifically OCR world championships um questions about where that stands what to do now if you're interested in signing up what actual events are going to happen do I need to qualify how does this work so we went straight to the source the answers are yes no and maybe but we brought (laughs) Rachel Ann Gladden on here Uh, Rachel Ann is an old friend we've been working with her for a long time Mm -hmm. over at the OCRWC group um just a great race, great people there once again, and she really kind of gets into the nitty gritty here this week about what's going on with with yep. secret sections and peregrines and wreck bags and king of the mountains and anyway, yep. 
without further ado, let's kick it on over there to it, Leah. And we are here with the one, the only, the pixie herself, um, amazing woman, Rachel Ann Glad. Rachel! Hello! How's it going? Welcome, welcome, Rachel Ann. We are so excited to have you. And most importantly, your voice is like one of the key beacons for OCR. And it's like, you know, we're sitting here trying to focus on on the future and what's to come and nothing gets me more excited than talking about like championships and excitement and, and the race that you're partnered with. So it's been a long time since we've had a championship season, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) So true. It it was, it been a hundred years now, something like that. (laughs) It's, it's been a year. I feel so old. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's something that, you know, as, as things are starting to to open up and we are starting to see races coming back in one form or another, um, you know, I think everyone is trying to look towards the future and look towards a, you know, return to some sort of normalcy. And, you know, nothing, I think defines our sport more than the end of the season championships and we're seeing more chatter coming from you guys over at OCR World Championships and so we thought that we would invite you onto the show and kind of talk about what this year is looking like and what we want to jump on the damn hype train that's what we want to do Oh, no, we're thrilled. I love hearing people talk about our event like that because we consider ourselves incredibly fortunate to be seen in that light. And we do not take it. uh, We do not take it lightly at all. Uh, Absolutely. And I know that the culture and the community that, you know, has been grown by this event and it it runs me back to I've talked to so many people about what they want their event to be. Um, Kyle McLaughlin at World's Toughest Motor, he said, you know, let's create something different. And that's always been one of my rules is like, do something that nobody else is doing and do it right and walk away. And Kyle was like, I really want to turn OCR World Championships into the burning man of OCR. And I'm like, that's cool. We don't have that. And I remember talking to Adrian before about it. he's like, I want to be the Boston Marathon of OCR. I'm like, that's cool. We don't got that. <laughs> it's so. Um, So let's go back to, you know, last year, unfortunately, we were, you know, we were all expecting things to progress and, you know, the 2020 season obviously was, was cut short. And in that regard, so was world championships. We lost out on having the 2020 OCR world championships. Um, So now as we are getting ready to start talking about 2021 and what's coming down the road, let's briefly just kind of recap. So when 2020 was canceled, what happened with all the registrations and the people that were going to race that? Currently registered for 2020. So every single person that was registered their uh, registrations are honored for 2021. There's absolutely nothing that they needed to do. They didn't need to contact us. A lot of people did, which is perfectly understandable. Um, But they just automatically rolled over to 2021. Now we did have 
a few people with some really unique uh, situations where that didn't work for them. And we're happy to defer those to 2022. Mm -hmm. And but other than that, anyone who got their registrations in did not have to do a thing. We've taken care of all of that behind the scenes. Now, that being said, is the window for that closed and gone? Like, I don't want people hearing this and being like, oh, wait, wait, she just said something about 2022. I'm going to contact her. Like, is, is that it? Done? You're either registered or you've already taken care of the situation? Uh, yeah, at this point, okay. you are you are rolled over to 2021. Yeah. Okay. So everyone who had already qualified, they've already ran their qualifying races, they registered, they're good to go. They don't need to do a single thing. They're ready. Nope, not a thing. And we wanted to make it as smooth as possible for everyone. We knew that qualification races were few and far between. And so making sure that this was rolled over and ready to go. We, of course, encourage people to train just as hard as much as they can so they're ready. Mm-hmm. But we do realize that the races themselves that they needed were much more difficult to come by. Gotcha. So now for the people that were not already registered, let's start talking about them. Yeah. And so if you're registered for a race, say you just went in for the 3K, that sets you in stone, that grandfathers you in for everything. You qualify once you're done. Yes, you don't have to qualify again for any of the other events. Once you're registered for one of the races, you're good to go for all of the races that you register for moving forward. If you're not currently registered at all, at the moment, we're still honoring no qualification criteria for age group because there just isn't enough out there for people to do. There is not enough opportunity so you still have to toe the line with some of the best in the world. You have to be ready to compete against some of the best obstacle course racers in the world. Mm-hmm. But the qualification standard is not there for age group. It is still there for pro, though we are accepting races all the way back from the year previous. However, okay. again, we highly highly suggest that people come prepared because some of the athletes have taken this time off to not mess around. (laughs) (laughs) They are looking strong. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's given us something, something I feel in the sport that we've never had is some downtime. Um, It's given, it's well, yeah, I mean, we're we're seeing what people are doing with that downtime. I mean, Obviously, you know, social media is what social media is and we can see what people want us to see. But, you know, it, it's it's definitely a unique situation where you have some people going just as hard, if not harder than ever before. And some people who aren't. So, you know, we will obviously see the 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 ramifications of all of that on race day, I'm sure I'm sure. And people have gotten very creative. They're building rigs in their backyard. They're finding ways to get to parks in socially distant situations where they can play on the monkey bars there. They are going on trails where normally they might not have before. So people are 
really finding some unique and creative ways to stay fit and to expand their fitness. And I think it's really going to show, like you said, it will separate the wheat from the chaff once they're out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Oh, so you made the statement, um, Rachel, and just uh, about qualifying that for now, you guys are still allowing people to sign up for age group without having to provide any kind of qualifications. Um, does that for now mean something? Is that going to change? So anyone who does register while this is going on, they will not have to worry about anything. If something does change, it will not affect them at all. However, if we see a significant uptick in the amount of races that come back to the calendar, we will look at it again for future registrations um, and see if qualification then makes sense moving forward. Uh, we have every reason to believe for 2022 that mm-hmm. things will go back to normalcy as far as qualification goes. But for 2021, we're just really watching closely and making sure that it works for everyone. And of course, that has to be globally, right? We are a global event, so it has to be fair for everyone. Agreed, agreed. Um, so you've heard it here, guys. Um, currently, the current standards is the 2021 season is open to the age group, and, and I'm guessing journeyman as well. Journeyman is not <laughs> happening for 2021. We've absorbed okay. journeyman oh, okay. into age group because essentially age group becomes. Yeah, there's a, uh, without qualifications, there's not really much of a yep. difference there. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then we also have then there are still qualifications that are that can move over from the 2019 season for the pro wave. If you've qualified in 2020, 20, yeah, 2019, you still are good for 2020. Is that true, Rachel? And is it going all the way back to 2019 for a pro? It is. It is. Okay. Yeah, because 2020 didn't yep. really offer a lot by way of options. So we are looking mm-hmm. still at 2019 again. We're asking our athletes to use their best judgment. If they think that they will be happy towing the line with the pro wave and they think they can hold their own and they'll enjoy the experience, then use that 2019 qualification. By Come rumble. Means. Come rumble. Yep. Okay. Right. So that's what we currently have. But as always, things are subject to change. And if, if we get into a better spot here in the world here, understanding everything, uh, keep your ear to the ground, um, and and rules may change. But at this time, this is where we are at. Um, so that brings us to another rodeo here, Rachel Ann. We've so we've seen multiple different distances. You've got the classic, um, you know, 15k that you guys do. You've got the 3k, and then we've also got the 100 meter hot nasty sprint, Ninja Warrior esque rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's talk about that one because we've not seen that in America yet. Stateside. That's right. That's right. We're really excited to bring that to Stratton. It's such I'm a great location for it. So let's let's talk briefly about that event for people who you know aren't really sure what to expect out of the hundred meter. So this is ran like a time trial, correct? Yeah. Yep. Very much that. Um, you will have two opportunities. One registration gives you two opportunities to do the course. Okay, and it is fast furious with lots of obstacles to do. The obstacles are all attainable ones. So we don't throw in anything really super tricky. 
we want to see your speed. We want to see your grip strength. We want to see your agility. So we're not going to have one of those band soul crushing obstacles that people are going to get stuck on. The point is to keep moving. Yeah, exactly that. They're not unchallenging. They're just very doable. Absolutely. And it, if if people are unfamiliar, I might try to put in the show notes. Um, you guys did some, was this done at the UK OCR event? Yeah, or, last year, last yeah. Uh, sorry, 2019. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, I'll I'll put a link in the show notes here. If you guys haven't seen this, um, so this sounds really goofy, but I'm I'm friends with some of the the team over in Copenhagen in Denmark with Sky uh, Sky Sky, um, Sky Say, and they they sponsored a few athletes, and it is incredibly fun to watch. I I think about like cheering people on at rigs and stuff, and this is just going to be such a cool addition to the atmosphere and everything that we'll have there in the village. I'm going to guess where this is probably going to be in the village area, <laughs> but it's going to be so cool. We want to be very viewer friendly. I mean, I could have, if I had not been working, I think I could have stood there and watched it for hours on end and never got bored. Oh, yeah. It mm-hmm. is so much fun to watch. High energy, super fun. And even we've, we'd seen before in things, we're looking way back here in the in the looking glass here at um, um, when Joe put on the short course at, in Vermont the last year we were at Vermont for the Spartan Race World Championship. And it was a quarter mile long track mm-hmm. and just how everybody was there. And it, there was a lot of energy. It's a lot of fun. And uh, even even more so than what we normally see there. It I am so excited for this 100 meter. About how many obstacles do you think we'll have? Any any idea Honestly, on that yet? It's a little difficult to say at this point. I think we we really hit the nail on the head last year in a lot of ways. So it will look, sorry, 2019, goodness. So I think <laughs> it will be similar in its density. However, uh, we did have the opportunity to use that as our, as our trial and any mistakes mm-hmm. made that we would like to improve upon. I wouldn't even call them mistakes, just things that we see an opportunity to improve upon. We will be doing so this year. And so, you know, Jacob mentioned we've got the, the 100 meter, the 3K, we've got the 15K. Um, we'll have the return of the team event. Um, which has always been one of my favorites to, to participate in. And then we're also doing an, a fifth race for the charity. Yes, definitely. This year it's going to be a 5K rather than a 7K. That came okay. a lot of suggestions from people who wanted their family out there in the 7K. It just seemed just a, a bit, bit long. Much. Yeah. So the 5K will just choose the most desirable section to do it in the one that'll be the most fun for friends and family have your husband's wives kids friends everybody come out and do it with you and it's an opportunity for everybody to end the weekend in style it's and who's the charity partner to share for that we are working uh again with the stratton foundation awesome outstanding so bringing in to a whole new discussion and topic and fun things because we all like if, if there's something we love it's new things um peregrine how many birds are we gonna have to race like is there a bird racing <laughs> portion is there a is that how you pronounce that word i keep like it's, it's the name of a yeah is it peregrine peregrine yeah, yeah it's, it's huh. that's not far off yeah do good, i need good to train to know. peregrine <laughs> 
<laughs> do I provide my own peregrine or? <laughs> I don't know if it you're was... going to be allowed to bring him anymore. Airlines are like cutting out emotional support animals and stuff. So you're going to have to leave your own personal peregrine at home. It sounds like. I've got a few friends that are in the falconry. I can figure it out. <laughs> so you guys are so, known for these, you know, announcements and teasers. The hype on, machine. On, <laughs> yes. You guys are definitely one of like the original creators of hype machine for this event and so you know perfect timing and having you on and i anticipate you're probably not going to give us a whole lot more information but there was an announcement made yesterday and that jacob's alluding to why don't you tell us a little bit about what's new to come so one of the things about adrian that is constantly keeping me in awe is his creativity and he never rests on his laurels. it's not good yeah. enough you have people happy with what you did last year. He wants to know what next year can bring to the table to make people even happier and get people even more excited. And after the year everyone's had, we really, really wanted to bring something special. Um, his love, uh, one of our other team members, Rob, his love for the tour is it is very much present in everything that we do. Adrian's love for marathons and triathlons. Um, we really like to incorporate all the professionalism and the excitement in events like that. Like you mentioned with Adrian wanting to create the Boston Marathon of OCR. Um, and the idea was to create something that brought that same excitement that the Tour de France does with the polka dot jersey and really get people thinking about the big race as more than just one big long slog of 15k so now we have segments now we have little bits that'll get people even more engaged and very potentially give people an opportunity to get these awards that wouldn't necessarily see themselves in the top 10 at the finish line sure Sure, sure. And it, it throws me back to back in the day when we had rig competitions, when Platinum Rig first debuted mm -hmm. and everything, and <laughs> yeah. we saw things like that. Um, that was a fun I, night standing there in the rain at the rig, and that was in Canada, I believe, when when we had the, the rig competition in, in the rain. And, you know, it, it, it does, it, it makes it a little more exciting because, you know, we all know 15K – it's a long day, you know, and it's, you know, it very tiring. And now you guys are offering little mini segment wins along the way. First to, um, you know, I think they said like first to the top of Stratton. And I'm sure there'll be other segments along the way um, just to make things a little more, more exciting for some of these top athletes. I think. I think it's, yeah, I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah. We have three so, segments. We have King and Queen of the Mountain, which is, again, taken very much from the concept of the tour. Uh, yep. There will be a segment, a very, very uphill segment that will appeal to your uphill runners. Um, mm -hmm. Because we're doing both pro and age group separately, it'll give oh, okay. age group an opportunity to really show their legs out there. Um, and then the opposite side of that is we have the Peregrine, where we have the quickest Down downhill ball. runners, who are not always the quickest uphill runners. Me. It's a <laughs> thing, barreling down that mountain. You really have to practice it. Yep. Anyone who's been on Stratton, they know. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. 
And then for, and then for our, our strength junkies, we have the fastest rec bag carry. And that is its own entity unto itself. That is not something to take lightly and no pun intended. And yeah, rec bag actually. carries to you guys are not anywhere near in the same world of rec bag carry to, to the rest of the racing world. <laughs> yeah, you, we you love guys, yeah, you do. <laughs> you guys you do, do it differently. <laughs> well, and I think it's just going to be so cool to, like... And I'm I'm guessing, and if I have to freaking do it, I'll do it. But I'll go out there and make Strava segments for each of these, and to see it populate that night. You know what I mean? Like oh, post run to see like. Yes, absolutely. To see that leaderboard live and start to populate, that is just going to be so intense. That'd be you know great. I mean? oh, I love that idea. I just want to clarify, Rachel. And... Do it. Right. I just want to clarify, Rachel Ann, you said um, age group as well. So are you talking about one age group for everybody or are you talking about every single age age group is going to have this? No, one age group all combined. Uh, We have proven that some of our... some of our older age groups and our younger age groups cannot be discounted. I mean, look at someone mm-hmm. like Heidi Williams. Do you want to do a rec bag carry after her? <laughs> not particularly. I, mean, I, I can't. No. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. It's just not their best friend. Right. <laughs> so, but that's that's definitely an exciting addition for sure for people. Um, oh my. And and I. I have no doubt we'll be seeing some more, you know, announcements along the way. You guys have a, a contest going on right now as well. Is that right? We do. We have a couple different ones. On uh, on a more specific note, we have our Who Rag contest right now, who has been a partner okay. with us for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they supply that beautiful buff, that beautiful Who Rag in there every year when you get your packet. Um, this year... Uh, we're offering a free registration, either 15K or 10K to the winner. And if they've already registered, we will refund their registration. So they can use it elsewhere okay. if they wish. Uh, but in addition, we just added today that they will get the 2021 version of our OCR World Championships Who Rag mailed to them. They'll have it before anybody else does, including us. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. And because we've been so focused on a little bit of that throwback design that everyone loves, it really focuses on the logo itself. We're doing that beautiful world champs green in there, and it really focuses on the logo. I posted up a photo of it up on the athletes page today, and it is glorious. And I'm, yeah, I'm a little jealous of whoever wins. And we will be seeing them uh, to the winter, to the winner internationally. So if somebody wins from outside the country, doesn't matter where you win from, you'll be getting one of those babes. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's great. Um, <sighs> the other contest, of course, that we're doing is quite a massive one, um, and that is uh, our sweepstakes, which mm-hmm. is an entire VIP package, which is absolutely amazing yeah Yeah, so yeah i saw that the vips come out there and of course the awesome accommodations right there um you know at stratton 
There's nothing um, better than being on site, baby. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. And especially we if, you have, if you've been to Canada, but you haven't been to Stratton, um, it's such a similar vibe, but even smaller. So yep. it gives you that much more intimate feel. And if you're staying on location, just being able to walk, literally walk across the street to get to the race and to get to the festival area and the restaurants and the bars and the shops and everyone They've just embraced us so much over the last couple of years, and they're really excited to have us back. So the environment, the energy is so good there. And we're giving away a four-night stay at the resort, which is literally right across the street. We're giving away two VIP registrations, which includes not having to wait in line to pick up your packet. Um, we've got merchandise. We have other things that we're trying to add on as we get more partners involved. It is, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> it's going to be pretty nice kids. It's going to yeah. be real nice. <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, we've valued it in right now at about $2,500 and it's, oh, it's it growing. More people are getting involved. So again, keep Keep entering, keep adding yourself. It's not the person who wins is not the person who has the most entries, but the person who enters and does the referrals the most will have the most opportunities to win. Gotcha. And then still, guys, it's luck of the draw. Right. <laughs> Ultimately. At the end of the day, yeah. it's luck of the draw. And for people who have been emailing me asking me if I can do them any favors, I literally have <laughs> you do with this i am hands off <laughs> oh. funny. well speaking of, of hands off and, and you and you know i as a side note i'm curious you know we we we've seen you as part of the you know key faces of ocr since you know basically its inception <clears throat> and you know with the the excitement that oozes from you it's it's contagious obviously but it's also exciting you know as an athlete you know you're you're an athlete in your own right I'm curious on a side note stance you know you're obviously on the event weekend you're in game mode you're working but if you weren't working and you got to play with us what what tickles your fancy what do you think which race what, what most excites you well, I think calling me an athlete in any right is a pretty big stretch, but I, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, I fell in love with obstacle course racing fairly early on in the sport, and I enjoyed the playful aspect of it. I like the community aspect of it. I liked playing with all these toys as an adult and feeling like a kid on recess and having the opportunity to do larger versions of all the things that I loved to do growing up. Um, I'm not super strong, but I'm very agile. So the rigs really appeal to me quite a bit, the climbing, the swinging, the jumping. Mm -hmm. um, again, certainly in no way, shape, or form consider my little 50-year-old self as an athlete, but I have fun, and OCR is so much fun, and my partner is, uh, he's a very much a competitive OCR athlete, and mm -hmm. over here in the UK, he, he wins he's a lot of races, there. and I look at him, <laughs> what's that? He's on the ninja yeah. scene over there pretty big. 
he does really, really well. Um, and he still has fun with it. And he yeah. only wants to do it as long as he's having fun. So I think that's the part of OCR that appeals the most is it's just fun. Well, I think uh, that's well, what we're all missing right now, you know. So. Oh, so much. The team race is such a favorite thing. We, in 2000, the first year that we did it, we said we'd never do it again because we, it was so difficult to put together. And then we saw everyone's reaction to it. We saw how much they loved it. We saw how much fun they had. And we knew that we had to keep Absolutely. doing it. Absolutely. I'll say and that it, was my favorite, 2015's team race. Cause I've, I've mm-hmm. done them every year. Um, Except for when you were abroad, I didn't, I didn't go to UK. But um, of all the team events over the years, the 2015 one, hands down, still is my favorite because there was so much true teamwork and working together and being on that course and doing obstacles side by side. And it was such a fun, fun atmosphere at that point. It is. And this and this year, again, we are requiring our pro teams to all be from the same country, which adds another layer of that as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we really like the different countries coming together and combining and creating these wonderful teams. We think that that is amazing. But for our pro teams, we really want it to take that professional edge and have everybody literally fighting for their country. And it really adds another layer of excitement to it. I would agree. I think that's just such a really, really cool, cool mm -hmm. direction to go with this. I, I I don't I'm know what sh- else. To, mm-hmm. Are no, there yeah, any I other weird say, things we can think about this year that are going to be heading down the pipeline? Anything else that you can share with us here, with our team here? Other surprises, other weird, weird nuances that you guys are planning for 2021? Because God, by golly, we're all looking forward to this thing here. <laughs> <laughs> we are too, so much. Um, we're definitely working on how to make the whole weekend more cohesive, how to give people more opportunities to come together after the race is over and before the race. So we've been working really closely with Stratton and with some opportunities to give more to the athletes because there is that ability to stay on site and to stay close, uh, to bring, bring people together when the race itself is going on and when it's not going on just keeping everybody on site and keeping people i mean let's be honest it's meeting everyone isn't it it's meeting Absolutely. people from oh, yeah. friends and making these amazing memories that stick with you that make this event so incredible so adding to that as much as possible has been really key as well um we want this to be we want this to be the event that people have been waiting for for literally the last two years. <laughs> right. 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 You know, it is talking really- to people about about this event. I mean, obviously, anytime you're talking about travel and, you know, there's there's, you know, the elephant in the room is obviously there is a lot of uncertainty and, you know, there is a lot of things up in the air. So as much as I think listeners would love to hear, you know, what's going to be on the course and what can I expect? And, you know, right now, obviously it might be a little bit too soon to discuss that kind of specifics, but 
I think what's clear in talking to you is that the sentiment, the um, the mission, the vision that you guys have created is still alive and well. Um, and I think that even though we're having to change qualification, we're having to change what gets people there, I think that people should still feel confident in knowing that the event that we've all come to expect and love from you guys will still be held to that same standard. Oh, a thousandfold. Yeah, we are actually raising our own bar higher than ever because people need it more than ever. I mean, we don't have an event without the athletes. And so it really is about making them love what we do and to keep bringing them back to it. It's everything. It's literally everything. Uh, yeah, that, I, and I just hear that from the heart because I know you guys and I know that you guys th- creating this event and creating this, that's, it, it's just unlike anything else. And you guys take that to heart. And Adrian, Adrian, so many times I've sat there with him. He's like, yeah, man, I think this is going to be the last time we do this. I don't know. Maybe we'll do it next year. I don't know. And, and, but then he he does it again. <laughs> so I mean, he hates when we talk about him like this. So I'm gonna do it because nothing. <laughs> he I mean he's a visionary. You know the the old joke yeah. of calling him maestro. The old joke of uh, of calling him el jefe. The truth is he is an incredible visionary, and he has brought people on board to help to help stop him when he goes a little overboard with all the things that he wants to do and also (laughs) to help incentivize it as well. He has so much that he would love to do with this and so many plans. He is, he is the best boss ever. I can't. Yeah. There's just no (laughs) two ways around. So for people who have slacked and who have not signed up yet, um, or people who are on the fence about signing up, where do we stand um, specifically with pro and age group, you know, certain waves? Yeah, filling. what's, what's filling up? <laughs> uh, so the uh, 100 meter, it, first and foremost, if you want to do that and you do want to do that, please do not slack on that because it is very nearly gone at this point. We have a couple of days, one day that is almost completely, that is completely full now, I believe Friday. Uh, Saturday is starting to look a little shaky as well for spots. Um, and then the 15K, as to be expected, uh, typically some of the men's age group spots are looking on pretty thin ice for spaces left. Um, honestly, because we have been taking registrations since you know, last year, yep. since, yeah, Um it's going to happen much sooner than people are used to it happening. Normally we start sending out danger signals about a month and a half ahead of time. They're going to be going out a lot sooner now and we just don't want people to miss out on it. And I understand that people are being cautious, but we don't want people to end up with FOMO because they're just kind of tipping their toe into it right now. It's not going to be a year to miss out on. I would agree. We've had a lot of time to plan. <laughs> it's exciting. It's it's exciting, but also a little bit scary at the same time. Not going to lie. 
It is. Well, we still, we obviously, we still want it to be fun. It's going to be more challenging than ever, but we're not trying to crush any schools. That's not really our style. Wonderful. Uh, We do also just want to remind people Mm -hmm. um, that we've put out a limited amount of the uh, the emerald green hoodies, which are so gorgeous. They're so Mm -hmm. so beautiful, and we will be placing another order eventually. But right now, the sizes are starting to sell out. So if people want to be rocking those during the uh, the winter and the fall, that this is the time to do it. So for the people who are out there, Rachel Ann, who are right there on that fence, what are your final words to them about this event? Final words. Wow, that sounds really dramatic. Leave it to Leah. You have given our team a very long time to plan for this event, and we have been using the time very, very wisely. We want nothing more than for our athletes to have something that was well worth waiting for all this time. This has been a very difficult year and then some, and we want to blow it out the best way possible with the most exciting, memorable event we've ever had. So if you are trying to decide whether or not this is something you want to do this is definitely not a year to miss it is going to be spectacular absolutely well we look forward to being there we look forward to an amazing event and working with you guys and making cool videos and talking to athletes in any capacity way shape or form here in 2021 because lord knows we need it we need it we need it. <laughs> uh, we do too and not to spotlight you leah but i have been watching your journey and i hope you're going to be out on that course and not filming the whole time because you look wrong woman thank you thank you so much i I will be there i am excited it is actually my 40th birthday weekend that weekend so um yep i'm excited i'll be racing in a new age group and ready to go (laughs) amazing well we are looking forward to celebrating it with you for sure Perfect. Well, we thank you so much, Rachel Ann, for taking the time with us. And, um, you know, we just we're so excited and we'll be keeping our eyes out for the teasers as as we get closer. And everyone just kind of keep your eyes forward on on an awesome event. We look thank forward you so much for joining to it. Us. Oh, yeah. my pleasure. We will see All you right. soon. We'll see you soon, girl. You know, she's just a quaint person. <laughs> I don't know if I would say quaint. She's like, just, I mean, embodied. She's swell. She's swell. <laughs> you know, just just sunshine and positivity and rainbows and unicorns and all the things that are good in this world. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's always just good to talk to her. So the real question is, mm-hmm. are you going to be the peregrine? Are you going to fell run? Are you going to be? <laughs> well, you know, considering I just learned how to pronounce it and what exactly it is, um, I'm going to have to do my little peregrine training. Um, I will say I am stronger on the downs than I am on the ups, and I do like to run downhill. So, um, you know what it made fun. me think of, though, when I saw peregrine, and this is going to date me so hard. 
but Power Rangers, the White Ranger eventually go, had a Peregrine sword. And oh, I was, was that like, right? Yeah, the Peregrine Falcon, man. There you go. BA. I was That's a fan awesome. of the Yellow Ranger. Uh, <laughs> I got that saber-toothed tiger action. And eventually the bear when they made a cinematic adventure. <laughs> it got a little out of control when it was like, you know, when it was the original five and then six Power Rangers. The okay. Billion. But Dude, then we so many got out of control. So many, <laughs> it yeah. had so it many just, years of Power Ranger action. Got out of control at that point. Did you see the new Power Ranger movie? I did not see the new Power Ranger movie. It was okay. <laughs> Mastodon should not have eight legs, and that's where I'm going to leave it forever. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's just numbers, people. It's just facts. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. So, anyway, aside from, exactly. Um, other than that, the KC Timber Challenge happened over the weekend. Some mm-hmm. people went to that, had a good time. Yep. We've got the St. Louis, uh, Ma- St. Louis Valentine's Day Massacre going on yep. over there. Your old stomping ground. Yep, with weeks. Hazel Ludo CR putting that one on. Um, Absolutely. They debuted a new obstacle. Well, not debuted yet. <laughs> teased a new obstacle um, coming for the Valentine's Day Massacre, which looks like a stairway to heaven on steroids it's like sawtooth where it's up down up down mm-hmm. um but stairway so and not like not rungs you know actual ladder st- you know stairs so see how that you know plays out up there um they they're a fun group of you know local ocr just kind of putting stuff together so um looking forward to seeing reports on that Absolutely. And we've got at the end of the month, now that it's officially February now, uh, we've got the right. first race in the national series. But as we talked last week, the second <laughs> race was canceled. Right, right. So the first race of the national series down in Jacksonville is happening. The child, the kids race, as well as any spectators have all been canceled. But because as anything of goes now, in Florida. <laughs> right. But as of now, the main event is still happening. So, um, you know, fingers crossed. Yeah, uh, so that's going on, guys. Um, you know, we're excited to see some racing. I'm excited to make some speculations here next week on that. Um, San Luis got canceled. It's pushed way out. It's no longer part of the National Series. Yeah. Um, then also we had a new postponement this week of Asheville. Yeah, it was kind of like a teaser postponed, but kind of, but sort of, we'll let you know. It's like, hey, guys, a lot, a lot of stuff's going on with Asheville. We don't know really what's happening. Um, right. Stay tuned, I guess. Aru. Um, right. At this uh, point, it's not canceled, but it's going to be at a new venue yet to be determined. We're not sure if the dates are going to stay the same, but uh, it there might, be, there might be a thing. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll let you know when we know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> if you know, you know. Right, right. <laughs> Um, no, I, it's, I'm hopeful for it. Um, I don't, do you think Big Bear's going to happen, Leah? No. <laughs> it's, it's California. Get out of here. Nothing is happening in California. That's pretty fair. That's pretty fair. <sighs> um, what a year. What a, what yeah. a time to be alive. Just... Right, right. <laughs> so anyway, we've got all that stuff going on. Yep. Um, yeah. Then the only other thing I've got next uh, notes this weekend, this weekend, we've got an ITAR event down at Yellowwood. I'm going to go to, I think that's what okay. I'm doing this week. All right. Um, all right. This, this weekend I've decided I'm going to um, YouTube myself into a new floor and um, lay a new floor in my office. We'll see how that goes. 
<laughs> what kind of floor are you putting down? Hardwood. Well, not hardwood per se. Vinyl. Laminate. Um, yeah, vinyl. Vinyl laminate flooring. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. It doesn't look that hard. I watch the YouTube. I feel like I can do it. <laughs> She's making marble countertops, guys. She's doing the whole kitchen renovation for right? five hundred dollars. I watch feel out. like I can do it. Stay tuned. Um, oh my we'll gosh! See. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> um, also, I'm gonna give a shout out real quick here to oh, Spartan kudos. Race. No, we got kudos that's coming, but I'm I'm calling Spartan out on something. So we just talked about Driftless Glen and bourbon. Leah, do you like bourbon? I do like bourbon. It is my liquor of choice. You know, I'm not really picky and snobby when it comes to bourbon. I like Woodford Reserve. Um, It's classy. Uh, yeah, I like it. I just tried um, Blanton's for the first time. No, Missy. Fancy pants, let me tell you. That's, I felt that's good like, stuff, ain't it? You know, with an actual, like, ice ball, because, you know, that's cool. Um, I told you that stuff was good. I, I warned you. <laughs> it, was, it was really good, I have to say. Um, so anyway, over the, over yesterday, I had a pretty rough day here. If anybody knows me and has reached out to me, I've had a pretty hard day. This, I've been going through some stuff here, but anyway, I got an email from Spartan yesterday talking about cutting back on drinking. And the first thing they have now partnered with, it was for ritual beverages. What's that? Is that another like athletic? Remember, remember the summer when I had that that whiskey alternative I told you about? Yes, yes. And I said it was the worst stuff known to me. You did. You said it was disgusting. It was horrible. Okay. And it was one of those things like I had a This is grossly. It tastes disgusting. It tastes like chemicals. I can't stand it. You have to try Oh, my God. It was like somebody (laughs) messed up tea. And it was (laughs) – and I was just like, seriously, today, today this is what you're showing me. So that's who's partner now partnered with? Oh, they they did a thing talking about it and stuff. I was like, why, God? <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> anyway, community kudos for the week. Leah, who you got? Yeah. So I am going to give my kudos to um a Midwest local, Mr. Scott Brackenmeyer. Oh, Bracken Brackenmeyer. <laughs> so Scott's been on the scene for and you know ever. Um. And killing it up in the Masters divisions. Um, But Scott traveled down to Florida this past weekend where there was a successful Decca Strong event. Yep. Yeah. And Scott crushed it and not only did amazing personally investing his PR by almost a minute, but um, got overall top three, not just Masters, but overall placement. Um, with like a time of like 14 minutes and change. So, um, that's great. Kudos to him. And, um, if you are planning on doing Deca Strong, I suggest you check out his videos that he's been <laughs> posting because there's a little bit of some tips and tricks he's posting. Oh, that's great. And that's just yeah. such a cool thing for the community. I love so Absolutely. much. Um, my community this week, um, Scott Highland. You know, Scott? I do know Scott. Scott's a heck of a dude, ain't he? He is. He is a good guy. Why, um, why, why are we kudosing him? We're not really kudosing. We're just. We're just. I'm thinking about him this week. Okay. Uh, if you know Scott and been following him on his Instagram, he had some. He's been really quiet about some of his health stuff, but he had some cancer spots cut out of his back. Mm. So you know, I just want to say, you know, Scott, we're all thinking about you. We love you, buddy. We hope you heal up. Um, we love him. You. You're a good dude. You're a yep. good dude. We love you, and you just need some love right now. <laughs> I, I sense like a bro hug right there oh i do i i'm afraid to hug him though because like if you've seen the photos it looks like he said of himself like 
looks like I got bit by a shark. I'm like, it kind of looks like you got bit by a shark. So a gingerly bro love tap on the leg. Yeah. Just, just a nice little, maybe a booty pat. Just one go. little booty pat. Uh, but anyway, I guess that really wraps us up here for this weekend, Leah. I think um, that that about does it. Um, we will keep you guys posted with updates and postponements as we have them rolling in. Um, and other than that, all I set on the races that we have scheduled. Outstanding. Well, until next week, I'm Jacob Bosecker. And I'm Leah Hensley. We will catch you out there. Take care, guys. Bye. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Wanna be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.